The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We have the return. Now, as all you legal eagles know, the judge had sealed the search warrant, the probable cause supporting the search warrant, and the return for Brian Koberger's apartment there at Steptoe Village uh, in Pullman, Washington. But what exactly does it say? I'm Nancy Grace, and this is Crime Stories. Thanks for joining us. Let's carefully listen verbatim. Take a listen to CrimeOnline.com's Dave Mack. In the Superior Court of the State of Washington, in and for the County of Whitman, in the matter of application for search warrant, SWNO 12-29-2022A, motion and order to unseal warrant return, clerk's action required. Motion. Comes now, the state of Washington, by and through Dennis Tracy, Whitman County Prosecuting Attorney, and moves the court for an order to unseal the return of service of search warrant numbered SWNO 12-29-2022A, pursuant to GR 15. Basis, these warrants were issued and served in Washington State because a suspect in the crimes resided and worked here during the time of the murders. These warrants and associated applications were sealed due to the sensitive nature of the investigation at the time. Since then, an extensive probable cause affidavit has been unsealed in Latah County, Idaho, which has alleviated the need for sealing of the return of service here in Washington. Dated January 17, 2023. Presented by Dennis P. Tracy, prosecuting attorney. Order. It is ordered that the return of service of search warrant in this matter is hereby 
unsealed, dated the 17th day of January, 2023, Judge Gary Leiby. In Superior Court of the State of Washington, in and for the County of Whitman, in the matter of application for search warrant, SWNO 12-29-2022A, motion and order for original search warrant and search warrant application to remain sealed, but a redacted version be provided for public release. Clerk's action required. Motion comes now. The State of Washington, by and through Dennis Tracy, Whitman County Prosecuting Attorney, and moves the court for an order to keep sealed the search warrant and search warrant application numbered SWNO 12-29-2022A, but to allow the state to file redacted versions which replace the victim witnesses' names with initials pursuant to GR 15. Basis, the Washington State Constitution recognizes that victims of crimes have rights and states that effective law enforcement depends on cooperation from victims of crime. The Washington State Legislature has recognized that there is a severe and detrimental impact on crime victims, survivors of victims, and witnesses of crimes and the civic and moral duty of victims, survivors of victims, and witnesses of crimes to fully and voluntarily, page 2, cooperate with law enforcement and prosecutorial agencies. In a criminal proceeding, the law requires that a reasonable effort is made to ensure that victims, survivors of victims, and witnesses of crimes have the right to receive protection from harm and threats of harm arising out of cooperation with law enforcement and prosecution efforts. Washington courts have long acknowledged that a victim's initials can be substituted for their name. See State v. Mansour. The basis for this motion is that there are two surviving victims' witnesses of a now-notorious and much-publicized murder-burglary in Moscow, Idaho, whose full names are listed in this search warrant and search warrant application. These warrants were issued and served in Washington State because the suspect in the crimes resided and worked here during the time of the murders. These warrants and associated applications were sealed due to the sensitive nature of the investigation at that time. Since then, an extensive probable cause affidavit has been unsealed in Latah County, Idaho, which has alleviated much of the need for sealing here in Washington. But the documents filed in Latah County have not disclosed the surviving victims' names, only their initials. These victims should have the level of protection that can be provided by having their initials substituted for their full names in the search warrants and search warrant applications which become publicly available from this court. The state is asking the court to consider the usual factors. One, showing of the need for sealing the records and where that need is based on a right other than an accused right to a fair trial, a serious and imminent threat to that right. Two, anyone present when motion is made must be given an opportunity to object to the closure. Three, the proposed method for curtailing open access must be the least restrictive means available for protecting the threatened interest. Four, the court must weigh the competing interests of the proponent of closure and the public. And five, the order must be no broader in its application or duration than necessary to serve its purpose. The state contends that the need to protect victim identification is important to their safety, health, and well-being, and that victims' and witnesses' rights should be protected vigorously, just as the legislature and the state's founders intended. The proposed method is to file a complete search warrant and application for warrant with only the surviving victims' names redacted and replaced with initials. This is a very minor closure of a court document in order to protect a very important, page 3, victim interest. Finally, the order will be no broader in application than necessary to serve its purpose 
and the public will ha- still have the pertinent information at its disposal in order to understand the proceedings of the court, dated January 17, 2023, presented by Dennis P. Tracy, prosecuting attorney. The order. It is ordered that search warrant and application for search warrant already filed in this matter shall remain sealed, but the state shall immediately file redacted versions of those documents with the surviving victims' names redacted and replaced with initials dated the 17th day of January 2023, Judge Gary Libby. Search Warrant, page 104. Superior Court, Whitman County, Washington. State of Washington, County of Whitman. SW number 12-29-2022A, redacted. Search Warrant, Residence. To any peace officer in the State of Washington. Upon the sworn complaint made before me, there is probable cause to believe that the crime, crimes of murder in the first degree and burglary per Idaho code has been committed in Idaho and that evidence of that, those crime, crimes or contraband, the fruits of crime or things otherwise criminally possessed or weapons or other things by means of which a crime has been committed or reasonably appears about to be committed is concealed in or on certain premises. In making this determination, this court did not consider the information in the Supplemental Disclosure, RE, DNA test as evidence supporting the existence of probable cause. This court also does not consider the information in that Supplemental Disclosure to be exculpatory. You are commanded to 1. Search, within 10 days of this date, the premises described as follows. Apartment located at 1630 Northeast Valley Road, number G. 201 Pullman, Washington. 1630 Northeast Valley Road is a three-story, multiple-occupancy apartment building in Pullman, Washington, which is tan and white in color. Apartment G201 is located on the northeast corner of the second story of this building. The door to G201 is located on the east side of the second-story landing and is designated by the numbers 201 on search warrant page two the door the door is white with a swinging screen door on the outside of the main door to the residence two sees if located evidence of the above listed crimes including one blood or other bodily fluid or human tissue or skin cells or items with blood or other bodily fluid or human tissue or skin cells on the items two knives sheaths or other sharp tools including any dagger, dirk, or sword, and any written indicia of ownership of same, including sales receipts. 3. Any images, whether digital or on paper or any other format, which show Ethan Chapin, Kaylee Gonzalez, Zana Kernodal, Madison Mogan, BF, and or DM, and or The House at 1122 King Road, Moscow, Idaho, and or the surrounding neighborhood. 4. Clothing, including but not limited to dark shirt shirts, dark pant pants, mask masks, shoes with diamond pattern sole. 5. Trace evidence, including DNA from blood or skin cells or other source, footprints, fingerprints, hair, whether human or animal slash dog. 6. Data compilations, whether digital or slash electronic or on paper or other format showing an interest in or planning of murder, violent assault, 
stabbing, and or cutting of people, and data compilations showing details of the 1122 King Road House, its location, and or any information about Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Xander Cornodal, Madison Mogan, BF, and or DM, and data compilations showing the location of Brian Koberger or the cell phone with the number 509-592-8458 on November 13, 2022, including Wi-Fi logs and data or metadata associated with photos, social media posts, or applications on cell phones or computer towers slash laptops slash tablets. As example, but not intended to be an exclusive list of data compilations being sought, ledgers, papers, lists, Search Warrant, page 304. Books, notes, letters, calendars, address books, contact lists, diaries, tapes, photographs, videos, emails, text messages, social media posts, slash messages, and metadata associated therewith. 7. Electronic slash digital devices or digital storage devices which may contain any of the above data compilations, including cell phones, computer towers slash laptops slash tablets, external hard drives, CD slash DVD slash thumb drive, or other data storage devices. This includes any device which may contain evidence of other accounts associated with this device, including email addresses, social media accounts, messaging app accounts, and other accounts that may be accessed through the digital device that will aid in determining the possessor slash user of the device. Photographs, images, videos, documents, and related data created, accessed, read, modified, received, stored, sent, moved, deleted, or otherwise manipulated between the above dates. Evidence of use of the device to conduct internet searches relating to a review of other murders or violent assault slash stabbing and or cutting of people, as well as how to avoid detection after the commission of such crimes. Details of the 1122 King Road House, its location slash neighborhood and or information about one or more of the victims, Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Xana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, BF and or DM. Information that can be used to calculate the position of the device between the above dates, including location data, GPS satellite data, GPS coordinates for routes and destination queries between the above listed dates, app data or usage information and related location information, IP logs or similar internet connection information and images created, accessed, or modified between the above listed dates together with their metadata and EXIF tags. Evidence of identity of the person in possession of the device on or about any times that items of evidentiary value located pursuant to this warrant were created, modified, accessed, or otherwise manipulated. Such evidence may be found in digital search warrant, page 4 of 4. Communications, photos, and video, and associated metadata, IP logs, documents, social media activity, and similar data. Also, passwords, phrases, codes, patterns, fingerprints, and or usernames to operate any such device. 
8. Indicia of residence in or ownership or possession of the premises and any of the above items, including mail, receipts, identification, bills, rental agreements, licensing documents, and other personal property whose owner, possessor, may be readily determined. Assistance from any law enforcement agencies from the state of Idaho or the federal government or any technical specialist associated with or employed by or contracted with such law enforcement agencies, including but not limited to the Moscow Police Department, Idaho State Police, FBI, Idaho State Police Forensic Services, is authorized. Assistance from a technical specialist is also authorized to review any digital devices and digital media for the best and least intrusive methods of securing digital evidence that the warrant authorizes for seizures and to assist in securing such evidence. Probably return this warrant to me or the clerk of this court. The return must include an inventory of all property seized. A copy of the warrant and a receipt for the property taken shall be given to the person from whom or from whose premises property is taken. If no person is found in possession, a copy and receipt shall be conspicuously posted at the place where the property is found. Date slash time, 12-29-2022, 9-25 p.m. Application for search warrant, page 1. Superior Court, Whitman County, Washington, State of Washington, County of Whitman, SW number 12-29-2022A, redacted. Application for search warrant, residence. Declaration. I, Don Daniels, Assistant Chief, WSU Police Department, declare that I have personal knowledge of the matters herein and or am relying on witness statements, information provided by my fellow officers, including fellow officers from the state of Idaho, reports and other materials I have gathered in my investigation, and that I am competent to testify to the matters stated herein. On the basis of the following, I believe there is probable cause that Brian Koberger has committed the crime, crimes, of murder first degree, Idaho Code IC 18 4001, 4002, 4003, 4004, and burglary IC 18 1401, 1403 in Moscow, Idaho, and that evidence of those crimes, weapons, or other things by means of which a crime has been committed or reasonably appears about to be committed is located in, on, at, or about the following described premises, vehicle, or person. Apartment, located at 1630 Northeast Valley Road, number G201, Pullman, Washington. 1630 Northeast Valley Road is a three-story, multiple-occupancy apartment building in Pullman, Washington, which is tan and white in color. Apartment G201 is located on the northeast corner of the page 2, second story of this building. The door to G201 is located on the east side of the second story landing and is designated by the numbers 201 on the door. The door is white with a swinging screen door on the outside of the main door to the residence. Affiant. I am a police officer at Washington State University Police Department and have been so employed since July 20, 1998. I attended and successfully completed the 440-hour Washington State Criminal Justice Training Commission's Basic Law Enforcement Academy. While at the academy, 
I completed courses in criminal law, criminal procedure, and other investigative courses since the Academy. I have continued my education in various law enforcement-related fields, including officer-involved shooting, evidence collection, and threat assessment. I have investigated and assisted in the service of over 50 search warrants. Persons providing information. 1. Moscow, Idaho Police Officer Sergeant Dustin Blaker. Sergeant Blaker's sworn statement is attached hereto as Exhibit A and is hereby incorporated in this application for search warrant. Sergeant Blaker identifies his experience and training in his statement. 2. Other officers and witnesses are identified in Sergeant Blaker's sworn statement. The Investigation I was contacted by Moscow police officers and asked to assist their investigation into the recent murder of four people in Moscow, Idaho. Sergeant Blaker of the Moscow Police Department has developed probable cause to believe that a resident of Whitman County, Brian Koberger, committed the murders and burglary. I agree with Sergeant Blaker's statement that there is probable cause to believe that Koberger committed the murders and burglary and that there is probable cause to believe that evidence of those crimes will be located in Koberger's apartment at 1630 Northeast Valley Road, number G201 in Pullman. I am seeking the search warrant to search the apartment. The probable cause is described in detail in the attached Exhibit A, Sworn Statement of Sergeant Blaker, which is hereby incorporated herein by this reference, just as if fully set forth here. Page 3. Based on all the foregoing information, I believe that evidence of the above-listed crime crimes exist at the above-described location and that there is probable cause to search that location for evidence of the above-listed crimes, including 1 blood or other bodily fluid or human tissue or skin cells or items with blood or other bodily fluid or human tissue or skin cells on the items. 2. Knives, sheaths, or other sharp tools, including any dagger, dirk, or sword, and any written indicia of ownership of same, including sales receipts. 3. Any images, whether digital or on paper, or any other format, which show Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, redacted BF and or redacted DM and or the house at 1122 King Road, Moscow, Idaho and or the surrounding neighborhood. 4. Clothing, including but not limited to dark shirts, dark pants, masks, shoes with diamond pattern sole. 5. Trace evidence, including DNA from blood or skin cells or other source. Footprints, fingerprints, hair, whether human or animal, dog. 6. Data compilations, whether digital, electronic, or on paper or other format, showing an interest in or planning of murder, violent assault, stabbing and or cutting of people, and data compilations showing details of the 1122 King Road house, its location, and or any information about Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF and or Redacted DM, and data compilations showing the location of Brian Koberger or the cell phone with the number 509-592-8458 on November 13, 2022, including Wi-Fi logs and data or metadata associated with photos, social media posts, or applications on cell phones or computer towers slash laptops slash tablets as examples, but not page four intended to be an exclusive list of data compilations being sought, ledgers, 
papers, lists, books, notes, letters, calendars, address books, contact lists, diaries, tapes, photographs, videos, emails, text messages, social media posts slash messages, and metadata associated therewith. 7. Electronic slash digital devices or digital storage devices which may contain any of the above data compilations, including cell phones, computer towers slash laptops slash tablets, external hard drives, CD, DVD, thumb drive, or other data storage devices. This includes any device which may contain evidence of other accounts associated with this device, including email addresses, social media accounts, messaging app accounts, and other accounts that may be accessed through the digital device that will aid in determining the possessor slash user of the device. Photographs, images, videos, documents, and related data created, accessed, read, modified, received, stored, sent, moved, deleted, or otherwise manipulated between the above dates. Evidence of use of the device to conduct internet searches relating to a review of other murders or violent assaults slash stabbings and or cutting of people as well as how to avoid detection after the commission of such crimes. Details of the 1122 King Road house, its location slash neighborhood and or information about one or more of the victims. Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF and or Redacted DM. Information that can be used to calculate the position of the device between the above dates, including location data, GPS satellite data, GPS coordinates for routes, and destination queries between the above listed dates. App data or usage information and related location information, IP logs or similar internet connection information, and images created, accessed, or modified between the above listed dates, together with their metadata and EXIF tags. Evidence of the identity of the person in possession of the device on or about any times that items of evidentiary value located pursuant to this warrant were created, modified, page 5, accessed or otherwise manipulated. Such evidence may be found in digital communications, photos and video, and associated metadata, IP logs, documents, social media activity, and similar data. Also, passwords, phrases, codes, patterns, fingerprints, and or usernames to operate any such device. 8. Indicia of residence in or ownership or possession of the premises and any of the above items, including mail, receipts, identification, bills, rental agreements, licensing documents, and or other personal property whose owner slash possessor may be readily determined. In addition, I am asking the court to authorize in the service of the search warrant the use of assistance from any law enforcement agencies from in the state of Idaho or federal government or any technical specialist associated with or employed by or contracted with such law enforcement agencies, including but not limited to Moscow Police Department, Idaho State Police, FBI, Idaho State Police Forensic Services. I am also asking for authorization of assistance from a technical specialist to review any digital devices and digital media for the best and least intrusive method of securing digital evidence that the warrant authorizes for seizure and to assist in securing such evidence. Supplemental Disclosures RE DNA Test I have been informed by Detective J.R. Talbot of the Idaho State Police that 1. 
on November 13, 2022, a sheath was recovered at the King Road residence under or next to the body of Madison Mogan. The Idaho State Crime Lab obtained a male DNA profile, suspect profile, from the sheath. This is also referred to in Sergeant Blaker's sworn statement, Exhibit A. Page 6. 2. On December 27, 2022, Law enforcement agents slash officers in Pennsylvania recovered trash that originated from the Koberger family residence. That trash was sent to the Idaho State Crime Lab for testing. On December 28, 2022, the Idaho State Lab reported that a DNA profile was obtained from the trash. It was compared to the suspect DNA profile. The lab personnel concluded that the source of the trash DNA profile was a male and was not being excluded as the biological father of the source of the suspect profile. At least 99.9998% of the male population would be expected to be excluded from the possibility of being the biological father of the source of the suspect profile. This information is being provided to the court pursuant to my duty and obligation to be fully candid with the court. I do not believe this information is exculpatory for the suspect. However, if the court believes it is exculpatory, then the court should consider this supplemental disclosure in its evaluation of the existence of probable cause or lack thereof. But I am specifically asking the court to not consider this supplemental disclosure as evidence supporting the existence of probable cause. The reason for this request is that if the DNA test results are held inadmissible at some point, such a ruling would not impact the finding of probable cause for this warrant, so long as this court is satisfied as to probable cause, regardless of the DNA test result. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Page 7. I certify under penalty of perjury under the laws of the state of Washington that the foregoing is true and correct. Signed this 29th day of December 2022 at Pullman, Washington. Declarant signature. Declarant's full name. Don Daniels. Agency badge, serial, or personnel number 302. Agency name. Washington State University Police Department. Exhibit A. Statement of Dustin Blaker. Page 1. The below information is provided by Sergeant Dustin Blaker. I am a duly appointed qualified and acting peace officer within the County of Lataw, State of Idaho. I am employed by Moscow Police Department in the official capacity or position of sergeant, and I have been a trained and qualified peace officer for approximately 22 years. I attended the Idaho Peace Officers Academy from January 2000 to March of 2000 and then completed a 16-week field training program where I was released in July of 2000. During my 16 years of law enforcement, I have attended additional training to include basic narcotics training, which trained me in handling high-level cases. I have conducted many search warrants, and I have assisted with previous homicide investigations while at the Moscow Police Department. I am being assisted by other officers of the Moscow Police Department, members of the Idaho State Police, and agents of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. On November 13, 2022, at approximately 4 p.m., Moscow Police Department Corporal Brett Payne and I responded to 1122 King Road, Moscow, Idaho, hereafter the King Road residence, to assist with scene security and processing of a crime scene associated with four homicides. 
Upon our arrival, the Idaho State Police forensic team was on scene and was preparing to begin processing the scene. MPD officer Smith, one of the initial responding officers to the incident, advised he would walk me through the scene. Officer Smith and I entered the King Road residence through the bottom floor door on the north side of the building. Officer Smith and I then walked upstairs to the second floor. Officer Smith directed me down the hallway to the west bedroom on the second floor, which I later learned, page 2. Through Zanna's driver's license and other personal belongings found in the room was Zanner Kernodal's, hereafter Kernodal room. Just before this room, there was a bathroom door on the south wall of the hallway. As I approached the room, I could see a body, later identified as Kernodal's, laying on the floor. Kernodal was deceased with wounds which appeared to have been caused by an edged weapon. Also in the room was a male, later identified as Ethan Chapin, hereafter Chapin. Chapin was also deceased with wounds later determined autopsy report provided by Spokane County Medical Examiner Vina Singh dated December 15, 2022 to be caused by, quote, sharp force injuries, unquote. I then followed Officer Smith upstairs to the third floor of the residence. The third floor consisted of two bedrooms and one bathroom. The bedroom on the west side of the floor was later determined to be Kaylee Gonzalez, hereafter Gonzalez room. I later learned from review of Officer Nunez's body camera, there was a dog in the room when Moscow police officers initially responded. The dog belonged to Gonzalez and her ex-boyfriend, Jack DeCour. I found out from Corporal Payne's interview with Jack DeCour on November 13, 2022, that he and Gonzalez shared the dog. Officer Smith then pointed out a small bathroom on the east side of the third floor. This bathroom shared a wall with Madison Mogan's, hereafter Mogan bedroom, which was situated on the southeast corner of the third floor. As I entered this bedroom, I could see two females in the single bed in the room. Both Gonzalez and Mogan were deceased with visible stab wounds. I was later advised by ISP investigators they located a tan leather knife sheath laying on the bed next to Mogan's right side when viewed from the door. The sheath was later processed and had, quote, K-bar, unquote, quote, USMC, unquote, and the United States Marine Corps Eagle Globe and Anchor Insignia stamped on the outside of it. Page 3. The Idaho State Lab later located a single source of male DNA left on the button snap of the knife sheath. As part of the investigation, numerous interviews were conducted by Moscow Police Department officers, Idaho State Police detectives, and FBI agents. Two of the interviews included Redacted BF, Hereafter BF, and Redacted DM, Hereafter DM. Both Redacted BF and Redacted DM were inside the King Road residence at the time of the homicides and were roommates to the victims. Redacted BF bedroom was located on the east side of the first floor of the King Road residence. Based on numerous interviews conducted by MPD officers, ISP detectives, and FBI agents, as well as my review of evidence, I have learned the following. On the evening of November 12, 2022, Chapin and Kronodal are seen by Redacted BF at the Sigma Chi House on the University of Idaho campus at 735 Nez Pierce Drive, from approximately 9 p.m., Redacted BF also stated that Chapin did not live in the King Road residence but was a guest of Kernodal. 
Gonzalez and Mogan were at a local bar, the Corner Club, at 202 North Main Street in Moscow. Gonzalez and Mogan can be seen on video footage provided by the Corner Club between 10 p.m. on November 12th and 1.30 a.m. on November 13th. At approximately 1.30 a.m., Gonzalez and Mogan can be seen on video at a local food vendor called The Grub Truck at 318 South Main Street in downtown Moscow. The Grub Truck live streams video from their food truck on the streaming platform Twitch, which is available for public viewing on their website. This video was captured by law enforcement. A private party reported that he provided a ride to page four. Gonzalez and Mogan at approximately 1.56 a.m. from downtown Moscow in front of the grub truck to the King Road residence. Redacted DM and redacted BF both made statements during interviews that indicated the occupants of the King Road residence were at home by 2 a.m. and asleep or at least in their rooms by approximately 4 a.m. This is with the exception of Kernodal, who received a DoorDash order at the residence at approximately 4 a.m. Law enforcement identified the DoorDash delivery driver who reported this information. Redacted DM stated she originally went to sleep in her bedroom on the southeast side of the second floor. Redacted DM stated that she was awoken at approximately 4 a.m. by what she stated sounded like Gonzalez playing with her dog in one of the upstairs bedrooms, which are located on the third floor. A short time later, redacted DM said she heard who she thought was Gonzalez say something to the effect of, quote, there's someone here, unquote. A review of records obtained from a forensic download of Cronodal's phone showed this could have been Cronodal, as her cellular phone indicated she was likely awake and using the TikTok app at approximately 4.12 a.m. Redacted DM stated, she looked out of her bedroom but did not see anything when she heard the comment about someone being in the house. Redacted DM stated she opened her door a second time when she heard what she thought was crying coming from Cronodal's room. Redacted DM then said she heard a male voice say something to the effect of, quote, it's okay, I'm going to help you, unquote. Page 5. At approximately 4.17 a.m., a security camera located at 1112 King Road, a residence immediately to the northwest of 1122 King Road, picked up distorted audio of what sounded like voices or a whimper followed by a loud thud. A dog can also be heard barking numerous times starting at 4.17 a.m. The security camera is less than 50 feet from the west wall of Cronodal's bedroom. Redacted DM stated she opened her door for the third time after she heard the crying and saw a figure clad in black clothing and a mask that covered the person's mouth and nose walking towards her. Redacted DM described the figure as 5 foot 10 inches or taller, male, not very muscular, but athletically built with bushy eyebrows. The male walked past Redacted DM as she stood in a frozen shock phase. The male walked towards the back sliding glass door. Redacted DM locked herself in her room after seeing the mail. This leads investigators to believe that the murderer left the scene. The combination of redacted DM statements to law enforcement, reviews of forensic downloads of records from redacted BF and redacted DM, phone and video of a suspect vehicle as described below, leads investigators to believe the homicides occurred between 4 a.m. and 4.25 a.m. During the processing of the crime scene, investigators found a latent shoe print. 
This was located during the second processing of the crime scene by ISP forensic team by first using a presumptive blood test and then amino black, a protein stain that detects the presence of cellular material. The detected shoe print showed a diamond-shaped pattern, similar to the pattern of a Vans-type shoe sole, just outside the door of redacted DM bedroom, located on page 6, second floor. This is consistent with redacted DM statement regarding the suspect's path of travel. As part of the investigation, an extensive search, commonly referred to in law enforcement as a, quote, video canvas, unquote, was conducted in the area of the King Road residence. This video canvas was to obtain any footage from the early morning hours of November 13, 2022, in the area of the King Road residence and surrounding neighborhoods in an effort to locate the suspect, suspects, or suspect vehicle vehicles traveling to or leaving from the King Road residence. This video canvas resulted in the collection of numerous surveillance videos in the area from both residential and business addresses. I have reviewed numerous videos that were collected and have had conversations with the other MPD officers, ISP detectives, and FBI agents that are similarly reviewing footage that was obtained. A review of camera footage indicated that a white sedan, hereafter suspect vehicle one, was observed traveling westbound in the 700 block of Indian Hills Drive in Moscow at approximately 3.26 a.m. and westbound on Steiner Avenue at Idaho State Highway 95 in Moscow at approximately 3.28 a.m. On this video, it appeared suspect vehicle 1 was not displaying a front license plate. A review of footage from multiple videos obtained from King Road neighborhood showed multiple sightings of suspect vehicle 1 starting at 3.29 a.m. and ending at 4.20 a.m. These sightings show suspect vehicle 1 makes an initial three passes by the 1122 King Road residence and then leave via Walenta Drive. Based off of my experience as a patrol officer, this is a residential neighborhood with a very limited number of vehicles that travel in the area during the early morning hours. Upon review of the video, there are only a few cars that enter and exit this area during this time frame. Page 7. Suspect Vehicle 1 can be seen entering the area a fourth time at approximately 4.04 a.m. It can be seen driving eastbound on King Road, stopping and turning around in front of 500 Queen Road, number 52, and then driving back westbound on King Road. When suspect vehicle 1 is in front of the King Road residence, it appeared to unsuccessfully attempt to park or turn around in the road. The vehicle then continued to the intersection of Queen Road and King Road, where it can be seen completing a three-point turn and then driving eastbound again down Queen Road. Suspect vehicle 1 is next seen departing the area of the King Road residence at approximately 4.20 a.m. at a high rate of speed. Suspect vehicle 1 is next observed traveling southbound on Walenta Drive. Based on my knowledge of the area and review of camera footage in the neighborhood, that does not show Suspect Vehicle 1 during that time frame. I believe that Suspect Vehicle 1 likely exited the neighborhood at Palouse River Drive and Conestoga Drive. Palouse River Drive is at the southern edge of Moscow and proceeds into Whitman County, Washington. Eventually, the road leads to Pullman, Washington. Pullman, Washington is approximately 10 miles from Moscow, Idaho. Both Pullman and Moscow are small college towns, and people commonly travel back and forth between them. Law enforcement officers provided video footage of Suspect Vehicle 1 to forensic examiners with the Federal Bureau of Investigation that regularly utilized surveillance footage to identify the year, make, and model of an unknown vehicle that is observed by one or more cameras during the commission of a criminal offense. 
The forensic examiner has approximately 35 years law enforcement experience with 12 years at the FBI. His specific training includes identifying unique characteristics of vehicles, and he uses a database that gives visual clues of vehicles across states to identify differences between vehicles. Page 8. After reviewing the numerous observances of Suspect Vehicle 1, the forensic examiner initially believed that Suspect Vehicle 1 was a 2011-2013 Hyundai Elantra. Upon further review, they indicated it could also be a 2011-2016 Hyundai Elantra. As a result, investigators have been reviewing information on persons in possession of a vehicle that is a 2011-2016 white Hyundai Elantra. Investigators were given access to video footage on the Washington State University WSU campus located in Pullman, Washington. WSU maintains a series of surveillance cameras on and near its campus. A review of that video indicated that at approximately 2.44 a.m. on November 13, 2022, a white sedan, which was consistent with the description of the white Elantra known as Suspect Vehicle 1, was observed on WSU surveillance cameras traveling north on southeast. Nevada Street at Northeast Stadium Way. At approximately 2.53 a.m., a white sedan, which is consistent with the description of the white Elantra known as Suspect Vehicle 1, was observed traveling southeast on Nevada Street in Pullman, Washington, towards State Road 270. State Road 270 connects Pullman, Washington to Moscow, Idaho. This camera footage from Pullman, Washington was provided to the same FBI forensic examiner, the forensic examiner identified the vehicle observed in Pullman, Washington as being a 2014 to 2016 Hyundai Elantra. At approximately 525 a.m., a white sedan, which was consistent with the description of suspect vehicle one, was observed on five cameras in Pullman, Washington and on WSU campus cameras. The first camera that recorded the white sedan was located at 1300 Johnson Road in Pullman. The white sedan was observed traveling northbound on Johnson Road. Johnson Road leads directly back to West Palouse River Drive in Moscow, which intersects with Conestoga Drive. The white sedan was then observed turning north on Bishop Boulevard and northwest on State Road 270. At approximately 5.27 a.m., the white Elantra was observed on cameras traveling, page 9, northbound on Stadium Way at Nevada Street, Stadium Way at Grimes Way, Stadium Drive at Wilson Road, and Stadium Way at Cougar Way. Depiction showing Moscow and Pullman. Depiction showing White Elantra's path of travel, not to scale. On November 25, 2022, MPD asked area law enforcement agencies to be on the lookout for white Hyundai Elantras in the area. On November 29, 2022, at approximately 1228 a.m., Washington State University WSU police officer Daniel Tiango queried white Elantras registered at WSU. As a result of that query, he located a 2015 white Elantra with a Pennsylvania license plate LFZ-8649. This vehicle was registered to Brian Koberger, hereafter Koberger, residing at 1630 Northeast Valley Road, Apartment 201, Pullman, Washington. 1630 Northeast Valley Road is approximately three-quarters of a mile from the intersection of Stadium Way and Cougar Way, last camera location that picked up the white Elantra. Page 11. That same day, at approximately 12.58 a.m., WSU officer Curtis Whitman was looking for white Hyundai Elantras and located a 2015 white Hyundai Elantra at 1630 Northeast Valley Road in Pullman in the parking lot. 1630 Northeast Valley Road is an apartment complex that houses WSU students. Officer Whitman also ran the car, and it returned to Koberger with a Washington tag. I reviewed Koberger's Washington State driver's license information and photograph. 
This license indicates the Koberger is a white male with a height of six feet and weighs 185 pounds. Additionally, the photograph of Koberger shows that he has bushy eyebrows. Koberger's physical description is consistent with the description of the male redacted DM saw inside the King Road residence on November 13. Further investigation, including a review of Lataw County Sheriff's Deputy Corporal Duke's body cam and reports, showed that on August 21, 2022, Brian Koberger was detained as part of a traffic stop that occurred in Moscow, Idaho by Corporal Duke. At the time, Koberger, who was the sole occupant, was driving a white 2015 Hyundai Elantra with Pennsylvania plate LFZ-8649, which was set to expire on November 30, 2022. During the stop, which was recorded via a law enforcement body camera, Koberger provided his phone number as 509-592-8458, hereafter the 8458 phone, as his cellular telephone number. Investigators conducted electronic database queries and learned that the 8458 phone is a number issued by AT&T. On October 14, 2022, Brian Koberger was detained as part of a traffic stop by a WSU police officer. Upon review of that body cam and report of the stop, Koberger was the sole occupant and was driving a white 2015 Hyundai Elantra with Pennsylvania plate LFZ-8649, page 12. On November 18, 2022, according to Washington State Licensing, Koberger registered the 2015 white Elantra with Washington and later received Washington plate CFB-8708. Prior to this time, the 2015 white Elantra was registered in Pennsylvania, which does not require a front license plate to be displayed. This was learned through communications with a Pennsylvania officer who is currently certified in the state of Pennsylvania. Based on my own experience and communication with Washington law enforcement, I know that Idaho and Washington require front and back license plates to be displayed. Investigators believe that Koberger is still driving the 2015 white Elantra because his vehicle was captured on December 13, 2022, by a license plate reader in Loma, Colorado, information provided by a query to a database. Koberger's Elantra was then queried on December 15, 2022, by law enforcement in Hancock County, Indiana. On December 16, 2022, at approximately 2.26 p.m., surveillance video showed Koberger's Elantra in Albrightsville, Pennsylvania. The sole occupant of the vehicle was a white male whose description was consistent with Koberger. Koberger has family in Albrightsville, Pennsylvania, learned through TLO, which is a search and locate tool database query used by law enforcement. Based on information provided on the WSU website, Koberger is currently a Ph.D. student in criminology at Washington State University. Pursuant to records provided by a member of the interview panel for Pullman Police Department, we learned that Koberger's past education included undergraduate degrees in psychology and cloud-based forensics. These records also showed Koberger wrote an essay when he applied for an internship with the Pullman Police Department in the fall of 2022. Koberger wrote in his essay he had an interest in assisting rural law enforcement agencies with how to better collect and analyze technological data in public safety operations. Koberger also posted a Reddit survey, which can be found by page 13, an open source Internet search. The survey asked for participants to provide information to, quote, understand how emotions and psychological traits influence decision-making when committing a crime, unquote. As part of this investigation, law enforcement obtained search warrants to determine cellular devices that utilize cellular towers in close proximity to the King Road residence on November 13, 2022, between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. After determining that Koberger was associated to both the 2015 White Elantra and the 8458 phone, investigators reviewed the search warrant returns. 
A query of the 8458 phone in these returns did not show the 8458 phone utilizing cellular tower resources in close proximity to the King Road residence between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. Based on my training, experience, and conversations with law enforcement officers that specialize in the utilization of cellular telephone records as part of investigations, individuals can either leave their cellular telephone at a different location before committing a crime or turn their cellular telephone off prior to going to a location to commit a crime. This is done by subjects in an effort to avoid alerting law enforcement that a cellular device associated with them was in a particular area where a crime is committed. I also know that on numerous occasions, suspects will surveil an area where they intend to commit a crime prior to the date of the crime. Depending on the circumstances, this could be done a few days before or for several months prior to the commission of a crime. During these types of surveillance, it is possible that an individual would not leave their cellular telephone at a separate location or turn it off since they did not plan to commit the offense on that particular day. Page 14. On December 23, 2022, Corporal Payne applied for and was granted a search warrant for historical phone records between November 12, 2022 at 12 a.m. and November 14 at 12 a.m. for the 8458 phone held by the phone provider AT&T. Approximately 24 hours preceding and following the times of the homicides. On December 23, 2022, pursuant to that search warrant, Corporal Payne received records for the 8458 phone from AT&T. These records indicated that the 8458 phone is subscribed to Brian Koberger at an address in Albrightsville, Pennsylvania, and the account has been open since June 23, 2022. These records also included historical cell site location information, CSLI, for the 8458 phone. After receiving this information, MPD consulted with an FBI special agent, SA, that is certified as a member of the Cellular Analysis Survey Team, CAST. Members of CAST are certified with the FBI to provide expert testimony in the field of historical CSLI and are required to pass extensive training that includes both written and practical examinations prior to be certified with CAST as well as the completion of yearly certification requirements. Additionally, the FBI CAST SA that I consulted with has over 15 years of federal law enforcement experience, which includes six years with the FBI. From information provided by CAST, investigators were able to determine estimated locations for the 8458 phone from November 12, 2022 to November 13, 2022, the time period authorized by the court. On November 13, 2022, at approximately 2.42 a.m., the 8458 phone was utilizing cellular resources that provided coverage to 1630 Northeast Valley Road, apartment G201, Pullman, Washington, hereafter the Coburger residence. At approximately 2.47 a.m., the 8458 phone utilized cellular resources that provide coverage southeast of the Coburger residence consistent with the 8458 phone, leaving the Coburger residence and traveling south through Pullman, Washington. This is consistent with the movement of the white Elantra. At approximately 2.47 a.m., the 8458, page 15, phone stops reporting to the network, which is consistent with either the phone being in an area without cellular coverage, the connection to the network is disabled, such as putting the phone in airplane mode, or the phone is turned off. The 8458 phone does not report to the network again until approximately 4.48 a.m., at which time it utilized cellular resources that provide coverage to Idaho State Highway 95 south of Moscow, Idaho, near Blaine, Idaho, town north of Genesee. Between 4.50 a.m. 
and 526 AM, the phone utilizes cellular resources that are consistent with the 8458 phone traveling south on Idaho State Highway 95 to Genesee, Idaho, then traveling west towards Uniontown, Idaho, and then north back into Pullman, Washington. At approximately 5.30 a.m., the 8458 phone is utilizing resources that provide coverage to Pullman, Washington, and consistent with the phone traveling back to the Coburger residence. The 8458 phone's movements are consistent with the movements of the white Elantra that is observed traveling north on Stadium Drive at approximately 5.27 a.m. Based on a review of the 8458 phone's estimated locations and travel, the 8458 phone's travel is consistent with that of the white Elantra. Further review indicated that the 8458 phone utilized cellular resources on November 13, 2022 that are consistent with the 8458 phone leaving the area of the Coburger residence at approximately 9 a.m. and traveling to Moscow, Idaho. Specifically, the 8458 phone utilized cellular resources that would provide coverage to the King Road residence between 9.12 a.m. and 9.21 a.m. The 8458 phone next utilized cellular resources that are consistent with the 8458 phone traveling back to the area of the Coburger residence and arriving to that area at approximately 9.32 a.m. Stories with Nancy Grace. Page 16. Below is a depiction not to scale of the possible route taken based off of cellular site locations. Investigators found that the 8458 phone did connect to a cell phone tower that provides service to Moscow on November 14, 2022, but investigators do not believe the 8458 phone was in Moscow on that date. The 8458 phone has not connected to any towers that provide service to Moscow since that date. Based on my training, experience, and the facts of the investigation thus far, I believe that Koberger, the user of the 8458 phone, was likely the driver of the white Elantra that is observed departing Pullman, Washington, and that this vehicle is likely suspect vehicle one. Additionally, the route of travel of the 8458 phone during the early morning hours of November 13, 2022, and the lack of the 8458 phone reporting to AT&T between 2.47 a.m. and 4.48 a.m. is consistent with, page 17, Koberger attempting to conceal his location during the quadruple homicide that occurred at the King Road residence. On December 23, 2022, I was granted a search warrant for Koberger's historical CSLI from June 23, 2022 to current prospective location information and a pen register slash trap and trace on the 8458 phone to aid in efforts to determine if Koberger stalked any of the victims in the case prior to the offense, conducted surveillance on the King Road residence, was in contact with any of the victim's associates before or after the alleged offenses, any locations that may contain evidence of the murders that occurred on November 13, 2022, the location of the White Elantra registered to Koberger, as well as the location of Koberger. On December 23, 2022, pursuant to that search warrant, investigators received historical records for the 8458 phone from AT&T from the time the account was opened in June 2022. After consulting with CAST SA, investigators were able to determine estimated locations for the 8458 phone from June 2022 to present, the time period authorized by the court. 
The records for the 8458 phone show the 8458 phone utilizing cellular resources that provide coverage to the area of 1122 King Road on at least 12 occasions prior to November 13, 2022. All of these occasions, except for one, occurred in the late evening and early morning hours of their respective days. One of these occasions on August 21st, 2022, the 8458 phone utilized cellular resources providing coverage to the King Road residents from approximately 1034 p.m. to 1135 p.m. At approximately 1137 p.m., Koberger was stopped by Lataw County Sheriff's Deputy Corporal Duke, as mentioned above. The 8458 phone was utilizing cellular resources consistent with the location of the traffic stop during this time. Farm Road at Pullman Highway. Page 18. Further analysis of the cellular data provided showed the 8458 phone utilized cellular resources on November 13, 2022, consistent with the phone traveling from Pullman, Washington to Lewiston, Idaho via U.S. Highway 195. At approximately 12.36 p.m., the 8458 phone utilized cellular resources that would provide coverage to Kate's Cup of Joe Coffee Stand located at 810 Port Drive, Clarkston, Washington. Surveillance footage from the U.S. Chef's store located at 820 Port Drive, Clarkston, Washington, and adjacent to Kate's Cup of Joe showed a white Elantra, consistent with suspect vehicle one, drive past Kate's Cup of Joe at a time consistent with the cellular data from the 8458 phone. At approximately 1246, the 8458 phone then utilized cellular data in the area of the Albertsons Grocery Store at 400 Bridge Street in Clarkston, Washington. Surveillance footage obtained from the Albertson showed Koberger exit the White Elantra consistent with suspect vehicle one at approximately 1249 p.m. Interior surveillance cameras showed Koberger walk through the store, purchase unknown items at the checkout, and leave at approximately 104 p.m. Koberger's possible path of travel is depicted below, not to scale. On page 19, additional analysis of records for the 8458 phone indicated that between approximately 5.32 and 5.36 p.m., the 8458 phone utilized cellular resources that provide coverage to Johnson, Washington. The 8458 phone then stops reporting to the network from approximately 5.36 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. That is consistent with the 8458 phone being in the area that the 8458 phone traveled in the hours immediately following the suspected time the homicides occurred. The King Road residence contained a significant amount of blood from the victims, including spatter and cast-off, bloodstain pattern resulting from blood drops released from an object due to its motion, which, based on my training, makes it likely that this evidence was transferred to Koberger's person, clothing, or shoes. Based on the locations of the suspect vehicle and the 8458 phone immediately following the murders, it is probable that Koberger went home to his residence at 1630 Northeast Valley Road, G201. At that time, it is likely that he still had blood or other trace evidence on his person, clothes, shoes, including skin cells or hair from, page 20, the victims or from Gonzalez's dog. It is likely that some trace evidence was transferred to areas in his apartment through contact with the items worn during the attack. One likely location for the clothes, mask, shoes that he was wearing during the attack would be his residence. While I believe Koberger is visiting family in Pennsylvania over the current school break at WSU, I believe he intends to return for the start of the next semester, so I expect his belongings to still be in his residence at 1630 Northeast Valley Road, G201.
To date, we have not recovered the weapon used in the homicides, which would indicate that he took it with him from the scene. Based on my training, that weapon will likely contain trace evidence on it, such as blood or skin or hair from the crime scene. One likely location for the weapon or any sheath for the weapon would be his residence. Based on my training and experience, when someone plans an event or action, one likely location for doing so is in their residence or office. One would not want to conduct such planning in public if they are planning a criminal act, and so it is even more likely that planning of a criminal act would be done in one's residence or office. These murders appear to have been planned rather than a crime that happened in a moment of conflict. I believe it likely that Koberger planned his actions ahead of time. The plans may have included a review of other murders or violent assaults, stabbings, and or cutting of people, as well as how to avoid detection after the commission of such crimes. Details of the 1122 King Road residence, its location slash neighborhood, and or information about one or more of the victims, Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF, and or Redacted DM. Further, based on my training and experience, criminals utilize electronic digital devices as well as paper or other media in conducting planning of crimes, just as non-criminals use various media to plan activities. Therefore, there is probable cause to believe that digital devices were used, page 21, and or are being used in furtherance of the listed crime, crimes, or to avoid detection for the listed crimes and likely contain evidence of the listed name, crimes. Evidence of the crimes described in this application could be contained in any type of digital device. The terms digital device and device include all devices capable of capturing and or storing digital data, such as computers, digital cameras, modems, routers, external memory drives, thumb drives, cellular telephones, GPS navigation devices, etc. Data stored on digital devices and media can be easily transferred from one device or storage media to another. Forensic experts and others with the experience in retrieving and analyzing digital data have established the following. Digital devices typically retain some evidence of all activity taken via the device or associated media and, as such, could contain evidence of crime. For example, Data, whether stored intentionally or unintentionally, can contain evidence of knowledge, intent, efforts to conceal, sell, or dispose of evidence, or proceeds of criminal activity, accomplice identity, association with victims, or geographic location of the device possessor at particular dates and times. This information can be in numerous forms, such as photographs, address books, or contact lists, or communications with others through means such as phone calls, email, instant messaging, social media, chat sessions, or other digital communications. Evidence can remain on the device or media for indefinite periods of time after the communication originally took place, even if deleted by the user. Information deleted by the user may be recovered by a forensic examiner throughout the working lifespan of the device. Digital data can be found in numerous locations and formats. Evidence can be embedded into unlikely files for the type of evidence, such as a photo included in a document or, page 22, converted into a PDF file or other format in an effort to conceal their existence. Information on devices and media can be stored in random order with deceptive file names hidden from normal view, encrypted or password protected, and stored on unusual devices 
for the type of data, such as routers, printers, scanners, game consoles, or other devices that are similarly capable of storing digital data. Wholly apart from user-generated files and data, digital devices and media typically store, often without any conscious action by the user, electronic evidence pertaining to virtually all actions taken on the digital device and often information about the geographic location at which the device was turned on and or used. This data includes logs of device use, records of the creation, modification, deletion, and or sending of files, and uses of the internet, such as uses of social media, websites, and internet searches slash browsing. Device-generated data also includes information regarding the user identity at any particular date and time, usage logs, and information pertaining to the physical location of the device over time, pointers to outside storage locations such as cloud storage or devices to which data may have been removed, and information about how that off-site storage is being used. If the device is synced with other devices, it will retain a record of that action. Digital device users typically do not erase or delete this evidence because special software or use of special settings are usually required for the task. However, it is technically possible to delete this information. Digital devices can also reveal clues to other locations at which evidence may be found. For example, digital devices often maintain logs of connected digital or remote storage devices. A scanner or printer may store information that would identify the digital device with which it was used. For instance, examinations of the device can often reveal those other locations where evidence may be present. Page 23. As with other types of evidence, the context, location, and data surrounding information in the device data is often necessary to understand whether evidence falls within the scope of the warrant. This type of information will be important to the forensic examiner's ability to piece together and recognize evidence of the above listed crimes. Digital device programs frequently require passwords, phrases, codes, patterns, fingerprints, and or usernames to operate. Those may be kept inside a device slash media or outside in some other area known to the user. So, in addition to searching a digital device and media for evidence of the above listed crime crimes, investigators will need to search both the premises searched and the digital device or devices for this information. The forensic examiner may also need the following items in order to conduct a thorough and accurate search of the devices. Computer hardware, software, peripherals, internal or external storage devices, power supplies, cables, internet connection, and use information, security devices, software, manuals, and related material. Modern digital devices and media can contain many gigabytes and even terabytes of data due to the potential uh, for an extremely large volume of data contained in devices and media and the fact that evidence can be stored and located in an unanticipated locations or formats and or embedded in other items stored on the device media, investigators typically need to use specialized equipment in their search. Such large volumes of data also mean that searches can take days or even weeks to complete. For these reasons, I request authority to remove from the search location all digital devices and media that could contain evidence authorized for seizure under the warrant for subsequent search. Page 24. I also request authority to obtain assistance from a technical specialist to review the digital device, devices, and digital media for the best and least intrusive method of securing digital evidence that this warrant authorizes for seizure and to assist in securing such evidence. Based on all the foregoing information, 
there is probable cause to believe that evidence of the above-listed crimes exists in the below-described digital devices and that there is probable cause to seize and search those devices for evidence of the above crimes for the data range August 21st, 2022 to 11.59 p.m. on November 14, 2022, including evidence of other accounts associated with this device, including email addresses, social media accounts, messaging app accounts, and other accounts that may be accessed through the digital device that will aid in determining the possessor slash user of the device. Photographs, images, videos, documents, and related data created, accessed, read, modified, received, stored, sent, moved, deleted, or otherwise manipulated between the above dates. Evidence of use of the device to conduct internet searches relating to a review of other murders or violent assaults slash stabbings and or cutting of people, as well as how to avoid detection after the commission of such crimes. Details of the 1122 King Road House, its location slash neighborhood and or information about one or more of the victims, Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zanna Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF and or Redacted DM. Information that can be used to calculate the position of the device between the above dates, including location data, GPS satellite data, GPS coordinates for routes and destination queries between the above listed dates, app data or usage information, and related location information, IP logs or similar internet connection information, and page 25, Images created, accessed, or modified between the above listed dates together with their metadata and EXIF tags. Evidence of the identity of the person in possession of the device on or about any times that items of evidentiary value located pursuant to this warrant were created, modified, accessed, or otherwise manipulated. Such evidence may be found in digital communications, photos, and video, and associated metadata, IP logs, documents, social media activity, and similar data. Based on ISP investigators' view of the apartment on December 27, 2022, I know that 1630 Northeast Valley Road is a three-story, multiple-occupancy apartment building in Pullman, Washington, which is tan and white in color. Apartment G201 is located on the northeast corner of the second story of this building. The door to G201 is located on the east side of the second-story landing and is designated by the numbers 201 on the door. The door is white with the swinging screen door on the outside of the main door to the residence. Koberger has been identified as the occupant of this apartment on leasing documents obtained via subpoena as part of the investigation. Investigators have been informed via the postal inspector that Koberger is the only person receiving mail at apartment G201. This leads investigators to believe he is the sole occupant. Page 26. Based on all of the above information, I conclude that there is a probability that Koberger committed the four murders at the King Road residence. I have probable cause to believe evidence of the crimes committed at the King Road residence will be found at Koberger's residence located at 1630 Northeast Valley Road, Apartment G201, Pullman, Washington. I have probable cause to believe that Brian Koberger committed the crimes of murder, first degree, Idaho Code 18 4001. 4002, 4003, 4004 in four counts, and burglary, IC 18 1401 and 1403, 
all felonies. Mr. Koberger has been charged with the above offenses in Latah County, Idaho. Based on all of the above information, I am seeking a search warrant for the Koberger residence to search for 1. Blood or other bodily fluid or human tissue or skin cells or items with blood or other bodily fluid or human tissue or skin cells on the items. 2. Knives, sheaths, or other sharp tools, including any dagger, dirk, or sword, and any written indicia of ownership of same, including sales receipts. 3. Any images, whether digital or on paper or any other format, which show Ethan Chapin, Kaylee Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF, and or Redacted DM, and or the house at 1122 King Road, Moscow, Idaho, and or the surrounding neighborhood. 4. Clothing, including but not limited to dark shirt or shirts, dark pant or pants, mask, masks, shoes with diamond pattern sole. 5. Trace evidence, including DNA from blood or skin cells or other source, footprints, fingerprints, hair, whether human or animal slash dog. 6. Data compilations, whether digital, electronic, or on paper or other format, showing an interest in or planning of murder, violent assault, stabbing, and or cutting of people, and data compilations showing details of the 1122 King Road House, its location, and or any information about Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF, and or Redacted DM and data compilations showing the location of Brian Koberger or the cell phone with the number 509-592-8458 on November 13, 2022. Page 27. Including Wi-Fi logs and data or metadata associated with photos, social media posts, or applications on cell phones or computer towers, laptops, tablets. As example, but not intended to be an exclusive list of data compilations being sought, ledgers, papers, lists, books, notes, letters, calendars, address books, contact lists, diaries, tapes, photographs, videos, emails, text messages, social media posts or messages, and metadata associated therewith. Number seven, electronic slash digital devices or digital storage devices, which may contain any of the above data compilations, including cell phones, computer towers, laptops, tablets, external hard drives, CD, DVD, thumb drive, or other data storage devices. This includes any device which may contain evidence of other accounts associated with this device, including email addresses, social media accounts, messaging app accounts, and or other accounts that may be accessed through the digital device that will aid in determining the possessor slash user of the device. Photographs, images, videos, documents, and related data created, accessed, read, modified, received, stored, sent, moved, deleted, or otherwise manipulated between the above dates. Evidence of use of the device to conduct internet searches relating to a review of other murders or violent assaults slash stabbings and or cutting of people as well as how to avoid detection after the commission of such crimes. Details of the 1122 King Road House its location slash neighborhood and or information about one or more of the victims, Ethan Chapin, Kaylee Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF and or Redacted DM. Information that can be used to calculate the position of the device between the above dates, including location data, GPS satellite, 
GPS coordinates for routes and destination queries between the above listed dates, app data or usage information, and related location information, IP logs or similar internet connection information, and images created, accessed, or modified between the above listed dates together with their metadata and EXIF tags. Page 28. Evidence of the identity of the person in possession of the device on or about any times that items of evidentiary value located pursuant to this warrant were created, modified, accessed, or otherwise manipulated. Such evidence may be found in digital communications, photos, and video, and associated metadata, IP logs, documents, social media activity, and similar data. Also, passwords, phrases, codes, patterns, fingerprints, and or usernames to operate any such devices. Number eight, indicia of residence in or ownership or possession of the premises and any of the above items. I am seeking a search warrant for Koberger's office at WSU to search for one, any images, whether digital or on paper or any other format, which show Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF and or Redacted DM and or the house at 1122 King Road, Moscow, Idaho and or surrounding neighborhood. Two, data compilations, whether digital, electronic or on paper or other format, showing an interest in or planning of murder, violent assault, stabbing and or cutting of people and data compilations showing details of the 1122 King Road house, its location and or any information about Ethan Chapin, Kayla Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF, and or Redacted DM, and data compilations showing the location of Brian Koberger or the cell phone with the number 509-592-8458 on November 13, 2022, including Wi-Fi logs and data or metadata associated with photos, social media posts, or applications on cell phones or computer towers, laptops, tablets, as example, but not intended to be an exclusive list of data compilations being sought. Ledgers, papers, Lists, page 29, books, notes, letters, calendars, address books, contact lists, diaries, tapes, photographs, videos, emails, text messages, social media, post messages, and metadata associated therewith. Three, electronic digital devices or digital storage devices, which may contain any of the above data compilations, including cell phones, computer towers, laptops, tablets, external hard drives, CD, DVD, thumb drive, or other data storage devices. This includes any device which may contain evidence of the other accounts associated with this device, including email addresses, social media accounts, messaging app accounts, and other accounts that may be accessed through the digital device that will aid in determining the possessor slash user of the device. Photographs, images, videos, documents, and related data created, accessed, read, modified, received, stored, sent, moved, deleted, or otherwise manipulated between the above dates. Evidence of use of the device to conduct internet searches relating to a review of other murders or violent assaults, stabbings, and or cutting of people, as well as how to avoid detection after the commission of such crimes. Details of the 1122 King Road house, its location, neighborhood, and or information about one or more of the victims, Ethan Chapin, Kaylee Gonzalez, Zana Cronodal, Madison Mogan, Redacted BF, and or Redacted DM. Information that can be used to calculate the position of the devices between the above dates, including location data, GPS satellite data, GPS coordinates for routes and destination queries between the above listed dates, 
app data or usage information and related location information, IP logs or similar internet connection information, and page 30, images created, accessed, or modified between the above listed dates together with their metadata and EXIF tags. Evidence of the identity of the person in possession of the device on or about any times that items of evidentiary value located pursuant to this warrant were created, modified, accessed, or otherwise manipulated. Such evidence may be found in digital communications, photos, and video and associated metadata, IP logs, documents, social media activity, and similar data. Also, passwords, phrases, codes, patterns, fingerprints, and or usernames to operate any such device. Number four, indicia of ownership or possession or right to use of the office premises and any of the above items. Based off the above information, I am also seeking a search warrant for Koberger's office on the Washington State University campus. I have probable cause to believe evidence of the crimes committed at the King Road residence will be found in Koberger's office located on the WSU campus at Wilson Short Hall, number 12, Pullman, Washington. It is common for individuals to keep documents, records, and information of the type described above in their office, and Koberger's office is the other location identified where this evidence could be found. Based off of the WSU website, Koberger's office is inside Wilson Short Hall. The address of Wilson Short Hall is 1475 Glen Terrell Mall, Pullman, Washington, 99163. Wilson Short Hall is a four-story brick building housing multiple offices. Koberger's office is number 12. Number 12 is a student office shared by Koberger and two fellow WSU students, Kai Zhuan Chen and Nayang Ko. Koberger has been confirmed to be one of the students who utilizes this office. On December 29, 2022, investigators visited the, page 31, office and Koberger's name in on the outside. Based off the above information, I am also seeking a search warrant for Koberger's office on the Washington State University campus. It is common for individuals to keep documents, records, and information of the type described above in their office, and Koberger's office is the other location identified where this evidence can be found. I declare, under penalty of perjury, pursuant to the laws of the states of Idaho, Washington, and Pennsylvania, that the foregoing is true and correct. Page 1, Superior Court, Whitman County, Washington, State of Washington, County of Whitman, SW number 12-29-2022A, amended, return of service of search warrant, residence, and storage closet, issued by Superior Court Judge Gary J. Leiby, date issued 12-29-2022, date served 12-30-2022, served by Assistant Chief Don Daniels, 302, how served, in person, item seized, all seized from residents and currently stored at WSUPD. One, one nitrite type black glove. Two, one Walmart receipt with one Dickies tag. Three, two Marshall's receipts. Four, dust container from Bissell Power Force vacuum. Five, eight possible hair strands. Six, one fire TV stick with cord plug. Seven, one possible animal hair strand. Eight, one possible hair. Nine, one possible hair. Ten, one possible hair. Eleven, one possible hair strand. Twelve, one computer tower. A, 
one collection of dark red spot in parentheses collected without testing. B, two cuttings from uncased pillow of reddish brown stain, parentheses, larger stain tested. C, two top and bottom of mattress cover packaged separately, both labeled C, multiple stains, parentheses, one tested. Declarant signature, declarant's full name, Don Daniels, agency badge slash serial or personnel number 302. Agency name, Washington State University Police Department. Return of service warrant approved, Whitman County Prosecuting Attorney. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.